Welcome everyone to Haven of Horror. I am Subject, and I have Torgo with me once again, doing just an off-the-cuff review. Not part of any show or anything, but a new movie did drop. So I have one question for you, Torgo. Did you open the box? <laughs> I did not open the box. It's still at the lament configuration for me, personally. <laughs> you opened the box. We came... That is uh, true, we're... yeah. <laughs> I can't close the box. Oh, no. Come on. <laughs> so, we're here not to talk about the original Hellraiser, because we have already done that. Um, that was the only... I think one of the only times we had a full show of me, Austin, Nick, back then. Or, shit, what, what did I call him? It was Milton. Was Milton. Yeah. <laughs> Milton, I forgot. Uh, and Doolittle. I think that's the only time we've had four people on our Is show. Is that the only time? I think so. I could hmm. be wrong. Yeah, I remember when you reviewed that, but I can't think of another time where it was all four of those guys. Yeah. Uh, so we're here to talk about the long-awaited reboot uh, of Hellraiser. And I don't know if you know this, but this goes back... I don't know if it's the same project. But this goes back to the late 2000s, uh, where Clive Barker okay. was talking about doing just a shot-for-shot -shot remake of the original, and he even wanted to get Doug oh. Bradley back. Yeah, I, di I didn't know this project was that old. Uh, yeah, I remember hearing rumors about this for a long time, and I was it was one of those movies where I was like, I kind of wanted it to happen, uh, even though I do love the original, as long as they got Doug Bradley back, because I think he could still do it. Um, and then stuff happened, and now we have, uh, this, this thing. Um, this, uh, this reboot, soft reboot, uh, sequel thing. Do you, do you agree with me that, with the, on this? Other than Pinhead, or the Hell Priestess, this could almost just be, like, a decades later sequel. Yeah, I mean, is there anything that contradicts that first movie uh just like, some of the I lore stuff but that that wouldn't you could almost say that's more of just like an addition or retcon yeah. um and i have questions about some of that uh i liked I mean, some of it but i think some of it they overcomplicate yeah well, and obviously the main thing that would contradict uh, that first movie is Pinhead, which may, that's probably a good place to start is talking about Pinhead. Uh, what did you think of her in this movie? She is amazing. I have one complaint. There's shots later in the movie where she's in like full light and this costume yeah. looks atrocious. Yeah, it doesn't look... Um, they, they look better when they're shrouded in darkness, I'd say, like all the Cenobites do. So, um, so especially... can I mention? Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying, especially Pinhead looks really weird, like you said, when she's out in the light. Can, can I mention the the weirdest thing that just made me really happy with this movie? They sure. put my boy the Chatterer back. Oh yeah, yeah, the the one with the teeth. Yeah, he's in like he's not in like any of the sequels except two, I think. Okay. Oh yeah, so I should probably say I've just seen the first movie. Um, I've, I've never, seen the I first read, nine. Yeah, I, I've never read the original 
Clive Barker story. I've only all my experience with Hellraisers from that first movie, which is excellent. I love that movie. Um, so I was looking forward to this, uh, but I have to say, I am slightly disappointed with how it turned out. Um, well, hold on, because we're we are getting ahead of ourselves. Okay. First, let's summarize the film. Uh, so this is the story of Riley. A young woman struggling struggling with a severe drug addiction, uh, whose brother goes missing after being stabbed by the box, and yeah. the first half is like her trying to find him or trying to find a way to bring him back. Then the second half is more just survival against the Cenobites. Would yeah. that is that how? You, and things happen in between. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's a pretty uh, cut and dry uh, plot for a movie that's around two hours I, long. I, I think I agree with reviewers that this did not need to be two hours. Yeah, no, I was really feeling I was checking my watch like halfway through the movie. And I don't know. Tell me if you agree with this, because uh, we, we talked we at least gave our I gave my opinion on Pinhead or the Hell Priestess. Um, yeah. But before I get into what I was going to ask you, what did you think of the priest? Um, I thought she was great. Um, I I think that actress, I her name escapes me at the moment, but she's awesome. Amy Clayton. Yeah, she does a great job. Um, she's I don't, I don't know, probably just as good, or I'd say uh, as Doug Bradley. Um, but I haven't seen the other movies to compare, you know, fully with that. But um, I think she leaves just as much of an impression when you're just comparing it to that first movie. That's fair. And I do have to admit some bias because his portrayal of Pinhead is one of my favorite, like, movie monsters ever. I think she's really good with the asterisk that she's never going to be as good as Doug Bradley. I'm sorry, that's just that's yeah, just the yeah. way it is. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot to live up to. Yeah. You know, so one One movie versus, like, nine movies or something like that. Yeah, so let me so we're I'm gonna start at the very beginning with with the pacing problem or with the length problem in this movie. Would you agree with me? We don't need that whole opening scene. Um No, I think you do need the opening scene. Do you? Because it ties into that whole not really like not really the main villain, but like that whole that guy, the collector guy. But here's <laughs> why I say this. Because you have that scene later where they're doing research and it gives you his backstory about how he's this weird antiques collector and he went missing. Yeah, well, I think it's... I mean, yeah, you would have that, but I, I think it would be more interesting to just see that visually than just, like, here's an exposition dump of who this guy is. And, and I, I, I don't entirely disagree with you. But I was just thinking, wouldn't it have been better if we figured it out as the as the character did? Instead of having yeah. to wait for the character to catch up to us. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. You could have approached it in a different way. I think that we both ultimately agree that this movie is too long and something does. I can't exactly put my finger on what I would cut out at this moment because I, I just watched it. You know, Personally, I haven't thought about it for a long time. Yeah, yeah, and, and all of this is based on a first viewing. Let's just put that disclaimer out now. Um, mm -hmm. 
But most of my cuts would be to the first half of this film. Uh, I think the first yeah. half of this film is a generic or a remake. And I was getting strong Evil Dead 2013 vibes from this from the first half. And I like that movie. It's a pretty like good I, movie. But I like this movie. I like this movie too. But that first half reminded me a lot of Evil Dead 2013. Right into the drug addicted yeah. sister and the brother who's trying to help her. Yeah, so like you spend a lot of time with these characters, and I'm sorry, they're they're, they're not, not as, they're not especially interesting, and they're not especially well acted. Um, See, I don't agree with that. I think the main girl is very good. I just I think don't think she's, she's well written. I think she's good. Some of the supporting cast is a little. Eh. It's fine. They're just um, there to get chains and in them. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, you have the boyfriend character who ends up being kind of important because he's like working. I thought that was kind of fun. Lecter guy. I thought that was kind of fun. Yeah. Did you see that twist coming? No. I uh, yeah, I didn't see it coming either. So okay, it was kind of interesting. So I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna skip ahead a little bit since you skipped to the twist, which is fine. My biggest shock of this is how much they pull from Hellraiser two. Oh, okay. Because, okay. Slight spoilers for Hellraiser 2 if you don't care. I don't. So the whole plot of Hellraiser 2 is that Kirstie's in this insane asylum, right? Or this mental mental institution. And this doctor there knows about the box. And he uses her and this other girl to get open the box and get into the, the, the Cenobite dimension. So he can become the Leviathan. Oh, okay. Sound familiar? Yeah, that's... Kind of what the collector guy is trying to do here. The collector is just the doctor from Hellraiser 2. And uh, there's this one shot. I don't know if you noticed this, but it like zooms out and there's this like giant maze. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, it yeah. looks almost identical to a shot from Hellraiser 2. Oh, okay. So I'd have to look at that side by side. Yeah, I would really recommend watching Hellraiser 2 after seeing this movie. I don't love Hellraiser 2 as most as much as most people. Um, but this Okay. So I mentioned before we started, I hated the first I didn't like the first half. I didn't hate it, but I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. The second half is the movie that I came to see. That is the half really? that feels like it was written by Clive Barker. <laughs> mm. Uh because that's where you get all the, you know, you get the body horror, you get the kind of philosophizing from the from priest. Uh, you get more into the Leviathan and all the supernatural. Whereas the first half feels like it was written by the people who wrote Evil Dead. So it's like, it's yeah. like two movies in one. And I wanted the other movie. I see the second half mean. is. It's, it's strange. <laughs> I, I see what you mean, but like, I don't know what it, what it is. It seems like I had a completely... A different experience because I was checked out by the time the second half rolled around. But I don't that's know if that's just the pacing or like the quality of you know one. Well, I think some of it is the, the pacing half. because the first half is just like they go somewhere to investigate. Somebody gets stabbed by the box. Yeah, the, we get vague shots of the cinemas, which I did appreciate. Because that was something that me and Austin talked about. We were worried they'd over-rely on the Cenobites. They and they the really perfect. don't. 
Yeah, they use them <laughs> sparingly, just like the first movie. Um, I'd argue they use them about the same way that the second movie does, the, the original does. Mm-hmm. It's all in the back half. That's what I appreciated. Yeah, they really mm-hmm. save a lot of the uh, it, like stuff with Pinhead and all the like speeches and stuff until the second half of the movie. This may make me sound like a bit of a sadist, but I also kind of appreciated how they lingered on some of the kill scenes. Like the one scene oh, with yeah. that girl, with that woman. With uh, the pin going through her neck. Yes, the way they linger on that, and like it's, it's like they're actually torturing her. No, that made me cringe. Yeah, no, that's a good scene. If there's one thing I think that this movie has over the original, these... Because this plot is more, I want to say vague. Like, this isn't a super focused plot. You get more yeah. of the of the Cenobites that are explorers of pain and pleasure. Versus the original, yeah. they're very focused on, we want Kirsty, now we want Frank. Yeah. <laughs> um, it does explore some of the similar themes, obviously. But, like, this, they kind of go further in some areas with the gore um not i mean it's only really in a couple scenes though because you have that scene and in in a few others but like it's not like it did feel at some points like they were holding back a little bit um well and i do wonder with the with the nature of something like hellraiser if they were still kind of like well we have to trim it down Maybe, yeah. But I also don't know if streaming has to worry about that. It's, yeah, it's not, it's an issue I don't know a whole lot about. But, um, I don't so, know. Because now that I think about it, comparing it to the original, the original, it does go pretty far with some of the, like, sadistic, um, gory, like, it does, parts. but really in that first one, the only big one is just the Frank scene, right? Yeah. And I would argue, yeah, like, and that is intense, don't get me wrong. And it's, the original movie is a masterpiece. But I think this is able to go places, like, the original doesn't have the nail going through the throat or, like, watching the chains kind of tug on them a little bit just to get them to scream like, they actually feel sadistic. Yeah, and I mean, like, it doesn't make you sound like the sadist, because that's kind of what a Hellraiser movie should do. It's Yeah. This, um, the whole, this whole, like, series is about the idea of, like, torture. No, no, no. And, no. Like, the first two are about pleasure. that. The rest of them were well, just slashers. <laughs> the ones I've seen. The first movie is about, you know, the contrast between pain and pleasure and um just the idea of like uh torture uh being pleasurable and all that okay so let's let's talk about the mythology because that's what's been bugging me the most Mm -hmm. i i love a lot of i love the different forms of the box that feels very clive barker-ish and this is a nit- okay. This is probably a nitpick, and feel free to tell me if it is. I don't understand the knife in the blade in the box, and I also don't understand why the Cenobites are played like they're Freddy Krueger, 
where you like go to sleep and wake up in the Cenobite reality. <clears throat> Did you notice that? I didn't. Like, I didn't. Everyone gets groggy when they yeah. get stabbed, and then they're the only ones that can see the pen, the Cenobites. Yeah. I don't know. I think that kind of tracked with the original movie. Um, not the whole like knife thing, but it is almost kind of like going into another like world. Or I don't. I don't know if anyone fell asleep in the first movie when they went. No, because there's. Because in the original, nobody goes to the Cenobite world except for that one scene where the wall opens up and she just yeah, goes through in the it. Hospital. The Cenobites clearly come into our world and can be seen by others. That's true, yeah. Oh, and I should also yeah. note that I watched the original last night, so it's like very fresh in my brain. Yeah, I watched <laughs> it again a few weeks ago. It should be more fresh <laughs> in my brain than it is, but... Because in that one, you just um, you just open the box and the chains come out, or the Cenobites come out. Yeah, um, now they kind of add more to it with the whole knife coming out and stabbing you, which I guess that, that if that happens, that means the Cenobites are targeting you. Um, what, what um, unless they're not. To you, though. Okay, so it makes sense in theory, right? Mm-hmm. But I... I guess it's more of just a lot. I don't understand why it has to be there to begin with. Okay. And they're inconsistent with how the targeting works. Because all of a sudden, the Hell Priest tells the main character, either we take you or we you, you choose people for us to take. <laughs> oh, that's right. Because she does get stabbed at one point. And then they just go off and... They just leave her be. They even take one of the Cenobites. Yeah, because they stabbed the Cenobite. They yeah. they stabbed my boy. It was the, 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 the chatter. Yeah. <laughs> Which I actually uh, liked that part because I like that they don't care. Like, as long as they get to do what they want to do. Like, yeah. who cares? As long as they have a victim. <clears throat> but I, I just feel like the, the whole thing with the knife and being marked overcomplicates the lore. And then you introduce things like yeah. the the she opens the first the box for the first time, and like the chains like burst out of her chest, mm-hmm. and they're like you can pick, either we take you or you give us other people to take in, in your place, and then they they repeat that when the one of the Cenobites tricks her into being marked, either we take you or. You give us someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I guess they changed it just so the scheme with the collector could work because his whole deal is that like he has the box, but he is he is gathering victims so he can gain more power. Um, but even then, that wouldn't that would still work without the whole knife and sleep thing. Because he's just having other people open it for him. That's true, yeah. He can just give them the box and they'll, they'll solve the puzzle. Although, that also infuriated me because Hellraiser 2 does the exact same thing and they have the perfect response for it. The Cenobites can read your intentions. If you are tricked into opening the box in Hellraiser 2, they will not come for you because you did not know what you were getting into. 
They will instead come for the person that tricked you into opening the box. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that's de- that's definitely like going off the first movie with uh, Kirsty opening the box and then she's like, well, oh, and yeah, to be dead. Well, okay, yeah. And, and it's been a while since I've watched two. If, if, that was, if that's not exactly how it is, let me know in the let us know in the comments. But uh, I know because there's a plot point where this girl who's like really good at puzzles is convinced to open the box, but because she did not have the intent to open the box for herself, the Cenobites don't take her. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, seems like they're drawing on the other movies, and then I don't know, maybe even the original story. But and, I, and I I'm not. That. And I'm not saying for anyone listening, once this is uploaded, I am not saying that it has to be exactly like the original. But I also don't think it makes sense. And you over inconsistent rules. Inconsistent rules and adding too many rules. Yeah. I would argue the only rule that you needed to add was just the different forms of the box. Yeah, and I mean that was interesting enough already. Um I do agree with you on that. It does get a little weird and like they're kind of breaking their own rules with the whole knife thing. Um but like I don't know. Uh, I don't think about it too hard. And I will say, as someone who has read the book, this is not this is not the book at all. The book is the first movie, which is fine. I okay. respect the hell out of them for making this into a more original story. I just wish the first half had been a little more original. Yeah, and maybe but for some reason I was under the impression that. Barker wrote this movie and he didn't. It was um, some other people and I think even David S. Goyer co-wrote this movie. He has a story credit. Or just a story credit? Okay. Yeah, the screenplay was by Ben Collins and Luke... I'm not going to pretend that I know how to say that last name. Okay. Oh, they wrote The the Night House, which was pretty good. They're known collaborators of, of this director. Yeah, which I haven't seen, but I heard good things about. It's pretty good. Um, how did you feel about the directing? Because you notice more about that than I do. Um, it all throughout it it looks nice, like it's a nice looking movie. Um, there was nothing that really stood out. Um. Like there was no like choices that really stood out to me of, of like oh that was an interesting choice that they made, um. So you know it's, it it looks all right. I uh, had two moments where I was just like, hmm. The first is when they mention it by the Lamont configuration, because I don't know if you knew this, but the fish. Okay, actually, I don't know if it's official, but the widely accepted official term for the box in the original canon is the Lamech configuration. Yeah. Uh, And I was like, that is not the Lamech configuration. It's just the box. Just don't do that. Oh, okay. But the big (laughs) one that took me out, and I don't know if you noticed this, it's the only... I hate to use this term because I don't think it's as big deal as most people, but it did take me out in this specific instance. Is there's one member berry in this whole movie? Did you notice it? Um, is it uh, well, there's I noticed a couple, 
Um, were you talking oh, really? about like dialogue or dialogue something? specifically? Was there something else that I missed? So, well, are you thinking of that we have such sites to show you at the end? Yes. I was like, no, you do not get to say that you do not. <laughs> um, this one, this is kind of throwaway, but there's a part where um, the boyfriend is like getting a drink for someone and he's like, what's your pleasure? I noticed that. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Huh. It's kind of throwaway, but I was like, ah, he said the thing. See, I'll give them that one because that sounds like normal dialogue. You know, yeah. oh, you know, what's your pleasure for a drink? Uh, I'm sorry. That's the only line of hers that I could not handle. I I yeah. could not. It it just does not sound. The original is just so good. Just don't do that. Oh, see, I think she delivers it. Uh, pretty well like I don't know I didn't have an issue with her saying that. I admittedly I would have to probably watch it again and try to separate like my fanboyism because that is a fanboy complaint over a critical complaint you know that's, that's a pinhead line <laughs> so yeah. I'd expect pinhead to say that well this isn't pinhead this is the priest or you know whatever <laughs> same same kind of character so the other thing I did I did notice pinhead's design is really cool I love the little box thing on her throat. The Chatter's yeah. design was cool. The rest of the Cinemites were just okay. I don't know. Yeah. None of them were, like, great. Where's my boy Butterball? <laughs> yeah, um... I thought they looked pretty cool for the most part, but none of them... The two that stood out was were the Chatterer and obviously the Priest, but like, you know, I, I don't know. And I thought for the most part, like the CGI in this movie looked pretty good for the budget that they had. I would agree. Even the one that I didn't think would look good, but it ended up looking good, is when the chains like come out of her chest. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, that looked good. Let's um, see, how did you feel about the ending? Uh, the very ending with uh, very ending. I <laughs> I was just kind of ready for the movie to be over at that point, but uh, yeah, it was kind of cool, I guess, to see him turn into a Cenobite. Well, and it's funny because that's also from Hellraiser Two. The Doctor that I mentioned oh, becomes like okay. the Leviathan, and oh, so spoilers for Hellraiser Two. But he kills the other Cenobites. Oh, okay. So they really did take a lot from Hellraiser 2, it sounds. I it blew my mind. When they when they reveal that he's still alive, and then they start doing all the Leviathan stuff. Because at the beginning he mentions a Leviathan. I was like, oh, it's just a throwaway line. Yeah. And then it just keeps pulling from Hellraiser 2, and I'm like, is this kind of doing Hellraiser 2 better than Hellraiser 2? <laughs> Oh, and it, it kind of is that la that second half is anyway. Yeah, I guess I need to watch that at, at some point. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I mean, I don't have a whole lot else to say. Like the other thing, there are that really cool things about this movie, but you know, um, some of the stuff with the Cenobites are cool, uh, but. Most of it's just kind of a generic horror movie. 
So I have two things that I want to point out. One is I was really impressed that they had the main character go the route of, I don't want anything from you. I don't know if she earned that, but it was a nice moment in the, in the moment. Yeah. I was surprised that she didn't try to still get her brother back. I'm not entirely sure what inspired her to make that choice, which is why I'm not sure if she earned that moment. But just in the moment, it was a nice little cap off. Uh, But I I think I'd have to watch it again to decide if she earned that character growth. Yeah, I'm not not sure if she did, to be completely honest. (laughs) I'm not sure either. Um, Oh, the other thing is I do want to give this movie that opening scene kudos for one thing. Uh, even though I still don't, I'm still not convinced it needs to be there. Uh, it is legitimately tense when he's solving the box because you like you know what's coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is pretty cool, <laughs> and like the chains coming out and lifting him up. Also, really impressive that they didn't show Pinhead off at all in that scene. Yeah, no, they saved Pinhead. I legitimately thought she, they, it. Am I canceled yeah. now? Uh, yeah, yeah, video canceled. No, it's probably <laughs> like they don't even really say like I've been using she/her pronouns, but it's probably more. like... It's kind of ambiguous, right? Like, yeah, it's more of like an ambiguous. Oh, kind of thing. that's the thing we need to talk about. So obviously, in the original, his voice is kind of modular, modulated a little bit. Do you yeah. feel it was overdone in this? No, I th- actually thought it was kind of cool. Um, I liked how her voice sounded. I agree, voice but sounded. I just I wasn't sure. Yeah. Um, no, and I thought she did a great job. Yeah. Oh. I'll, I'll sh- I gotta send you something after the stream. But... Okay. <laughs> I think they also took from the comics a little bit. I don't know if you know this, but Boom Studios did a comics run uh, of Hellraiser, and it's pretty good. Okay, no, I'd have to read that at some point. Um, but anyway, uh, I think we're going to move on to the final rating. Um, I think we kept it as... There's obviously going to be spoilers, so hopefully you watch the movie before you watch this. <laughs> but um, I'm going to... Despite my issues, I think that second half, for me, carries it to a 3.5. Okay. That's higher than I expected. <laughs> I went back and forth. You were talking about it. I went back and forth. And honestly, actually, you know what? Because I have more issues with it after talking with you. I gave it a 3.5 yeah. on Letterboxd. I think I'm actually going to stick with a 3. Okay. That, I'm also doing a 3. Uh, so we're right, you know, down the middle on this one. Yeah. It's, it, it's pr- on a technical script level it is the second best hellraiser to me people like two more than i do um but if i had to be honest i'd probably put hellraiser three on before this that one's at least funny bad yeah whatever entertains you more you know (laughs) yeah like that one's at least stupid I do have to say, I am surprised that this, after watching this, that this debuted with a 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. That Dude. That's that's kind of strange. I, I don't know so, where that 
Let me from. ask you this because I was thinking about this too. I don't know about you, but for, but you know, for me, I think Prey kind of set my standards a little too high for this one. Yeah, um, that is a better Hulu original horror movie. This <laughs> soft reboot thing. Yeah, uh, yeah, and another like reboot ish installment in a in a long running franchise. Um, yeah. but that movie's just way better than this. <laughs> yeah, and it makes me sad because I like Hellraiser more than I do Predator. Like, I love me some Predator, but I don't know. Yeah. So, would you watch a sequel to this? Maybe. Maybe. Because I didn't hate. I didn't hate this movie. Um, I didn't hate I it either. It, I thought it was fine, but like, I don't know if I'll go back to it uh, that much. I'd, be, I'd definitely go back to the first one. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be have completely to watch... honest with you. I will yeah. YouTube scenes from this movie before I sit through the whole two hours again. You know what? That's fair. Yeah, <laughs> you can watch like the ending again. Um, watch the second half of the movie on YouTube. That's the movie that yeah. I want to see. <laughs> or just like go to Hulu and like go halfway through and watch from there. Yeah. Um. But um, no, I mean like. This is not a movie I will revisit very often. Um, so, if a sequel comes out, yeah, I, I'll I think I'll give it a chance. But it's not something I'm gonna be as excited for as I was going into this. So let so let me ask you this. This has nothing to do with the review. I'm just curious. How does it make you feel to know that this is possibly the second best movie in this franchise? <laughs> it makes me scared <laughs> to watch the rest of these movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh god that's gonna be an experience though when i go through all the i am excited movies. to see what you think of the direct dvd ones oh no that'd be a fun video we could do like a hellraiser rank or something yeah or, or just in general for like any other franchise we can do like a ranking video i'd love to do a friday one i would love to see what your list looks like because you're wrong about all of yeah. them except six <laughs> Well, that would be an interesting discussion <laughs> just from our two completely different perspectives on that franchise. And we, yeah. could, probably, we could probably make that video pretty soon because I'm trying to go through all the ones I haven't seen yet. So Yeah, I have a general ranking in my mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd have to think about that. So I'm going to be honest, Torgo, I'm probably just going to straight upload this. I don't feel like there's we rambled too much except for the, the end here. and That's whatever. It's sure. at the end. People can shut it off. Um, I mean, it's good timing anyway. Like, the movie just came out today. So. Exactly. Gotta get those clicks. Yeah, relevancy. <laughs> but uh, as always, Torgo, it has been a pleasure uh, or pain, depending on your perspective. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and we will be back soon. Uh, the Decades of Horror is going to be a little different this year because I haven't had the motivation to get everything scheduled. So I'm just kind of going by when people are available. So we'll probably may not get all to all of them. Um, it just depends on Torgo and he's very busy, which we, you know, completely respect and understand. This is fraud. No. <laughs> uh, That's true, but for different reasons. <laughs> but we will see you guys next time and let us know what you thought of Hellraiser 2022. See ya.